This is Vision Slightly Blurred with Sarah Jacobs. And I'm Alan Murabayashi. Sarah, we're talking about Beyonce. Yeah. Hiring photographers. Yeah. And the effect that it has or doesn't have on their career. Right. I mean, you don't become Beyonce or Jay-Z without having your ear to the pavement on the pulse of culture. Right. And I think that they have made a point of looking for both new talent, but also new diverse talent. We're seeing a lot of black or Hispanic photographers enter into their their orbit. Including the most major one, which I'm actually not sure if he was hired specifically by Beyonce. I don't Mm. think he was. But Tyler Mitchell photographed Beyonce for the cover of the September Vogue issue. And he's one of the youngest photographers to have ever shot the cover. Um, and he's also the first African American to in the history of Vogue to have shot the cover. Possible. It's 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 an ins- it's pretty insane. That's a, like a pretty insane fact. I think like when that I don't know <laughs> when that came out, like everyone in the newsroom was just like, "Oh, real what?" I did not realize. You know, it's stunning in any industry to still hear things like the first woman, the first black person, the first Asian. It's like what. <laughs> It's yeah. 2019. How can that even be possible? I know. Yeah, I know. I mean, thank God Vogue finally did that. Yeah. But like, took you too long. Took you too long. Way too long. So where'd they find this kid, Tyler Mitchell? Well, he had done some work. Um, he had been, he does video as well. And he had done work with Marc Jacobs, Ray-Ban, American Eagle Outfitters, um, the band Brock Hampton, the boy band, Brock Hampton, one of my favorites. So he had experience, you know, this wasn't, he wasn't just like totally random. He had commercial fashion experience, but he was hired by Anna Wintour and the creative director of Vogue and Condé When you look at his photography, how would you describe his style? You know, I'm going to use his words okay, and yeah. not mine. Perfect. Um, because he was asked in an interview, you know, how, how exactly that, what type of photography do you do? What type of photographer are you? And how Tyler answered that was he said, I'm a concerned photographer. So a lot of his work has these themes where he's exploring the modern black experience, man experience, yeah. male experience. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I saw his teen Vogue cover yes of the parkland school shooting survivors yes and was not impressed with with that particular photo series thought it was kind of uninspired that that photo series did not strike me i was so happy that they were on the cover of teen vogue like that like that was amazing i thought that was incredible for teen vogue to do that um, and to hire somebody like tyler to do that but 100 percent, the photos did not really impress me and those photos made rounds on like they got photoshopped a lot and they um were used as like memes against the kids it just i mean i mean and that's not tyler's fault of course no 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 but you know it's just like there's um i mean there's definitely kind of a a naturalistic style to his stuff that that i think a lot of young kids have kind of this very analog feel to their photos mm-hmm. um they're not trying to push the technical capabilities. They're not trying to get this super crisp image. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily using lighting in a way that was used right in the 2000s where we're trying to 
outpower the sun and make these really dramatic angles and whatnot. Totally. Um, which I really like about his, his photography. You know, you get that feel in the Vogue cover as well. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think the, the Vogue cover, it looks so quote unquote simple. I mean, obviously it's not, obviously there's a lot of thought and prep put into those photographs, but the end result makes it look so natural as though he just came across Beyonce sitting, you know, in front of a sheet (laughs) in a a beautiful dress, you know, with flowers on top of her head. Um, but, but, but to be able to make it look like you just came across that and like happened to be Beyonce's like best friend that she would give that look to like, like applaud to Mitchell, you know? No, definitely has a connection with the subject. 100%. So Beyonce says in the September issue of this uh, Vogue from last year, she says, until there is a mosaic of perspectives coming from different ethnicities behind the lens, we will continue to have a narrow approach and view of what the world actually looks like, mm-hmm. which is a very informed kind of thing to say. And I think that's what many critics of photography are saying about sort of the the old white guy approach, which is it's not against old white guys. It's just saying that that the the view of photography was so dominated by one point of view mm-hmm. that it limits our perspective of reality. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So that was just very interesting. One thing in his interview with Vogue that I thought was interesting is he he directly points to YouTube in terms of how he learned photography. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, he says, I'm a YouTube generation kid. So he loved, like, Spike Jones, um yeah. skate stuff. He loved all of his, like, director stuff. So Tyler learned, like, how to do that through skating. He was filming his friends skate and all you that. You can learn anything on YouTube. <laughs> anything I on YouTube. I have looked up, like, in a crunch while my subject is literally, like, about to walk through the door yeah. and, like, a piece of gear isn't working uh, and I'm like, Oh crap. Like what's going wrong? YouTube it. Yeah. It's there. Learned how to fix my toilet on YouTube. (laughs) Not, not even joking. (laughs) Saved myself several hundred bucks. That's amazing. (laughs) I can't imagine being a teen for many reasons nowadays. I mean, I think the whole like social media bullying and all this kind of stuff is unbelievable, but I can't imagine being like a self-motivated autodidactic teen who says, I'm going to learn something today. And then going on YouTube and being able to learn whatever you want. Yeah. And literally becoming an expert before you're 18 years old in some facet of <laughs> creative expression. Totally. It's amazing. It is. It's really amazing. Uh, so Tyler was a teenager when you shot this? No, he was 23. 23. Still pretty young. Yep, 23. Uh, still pretty young as well is Raven B, also known as Ravy, Ravy B on yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Who shot Beyonce's, uh, by Beyonce and Jay-Z's last tour. Yes. Yes. Um, I love her. And I, I, what I really like about her, I think I discovered her actually not on Instagram, but on Twitter. She has a really big Twitter presence and she plays to the Twitter audience differently than her Instagram audience. And if you like pull up her Twitter and her Instagram, it's different to see. It's it's fun to see the difference in that, you know, on Twitter, she just has so much more of a sense of humor. You know, she's putting up memes and all that, that, that connect with her audience and that like help her build her brand. I think when you are a young photographer doing fashion or music, you know, both Tyler and Raven are like good looking, stylish kids. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, they're, you know, mid twenties to late twenties at this point. Mm-hmm. But there's certainly is something to be said about like using that to their advantage. I listened to some interviews with, um, with Raven, like hyper articulate, fun, knows how to get along with people. Mm-hmm. 
And the one thing I'll say, you know, I think it's true of music photography in general. Back in the, in the 60s and 70s and 80s, that was literally, there was no industry for that, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, you're a friend of a friend of the band and you want to be on the tour bus? Come take photos. Sounds so fun. There was no discussion of copyright and all this kind right. of stuff. And that's when you got these really authentic yes. images from back in the day. Totally. And then even into the 90s, early 2000s hip hop, the people that were photographing that stuff, it was still like young kids at the time, but they were still predominantly white or Jewish. And they're like, we really love rap. We're going to go take photos. I have a camera. And it's only been in sort of in the past decade, I feel, that black people have been shooting black musicians and Hispanic people have been shooting Hispanic musicians. Um, and Raven is one of these people that that seems to really get along. And the one thing that she said in an interview that I heard, which I think is true throughout the history of music and concert photography, is that the ones that are successful at it, regardless of their skin color, love the music. Oh, They really yeah. love the music. Yeah, totally. You know, it's yeah. like, fa- and how knowledgeable they are about, you know, the artists that they're covering and the genre that that artist operates in. It's really, really fascinating to me. I, I think looking at the, like, if you look at Raven's work versus Tyler's work, you see Raven's like extremely technically good, right? Like Tyler has this like, you know, it's very artistic. It's this like natural feel. And then you look at Raven's work and it's like this crisp, clean Yeah, and she's image. using telephotos. Exactly. I mean, she knows she's, how to shoot a concert. Yes, exactly. I, I love any photos that she posts with like, her, you know, her big cameras. Like it's just like, heck yes. Like go, you go girl. It's, it's great. Another one, another photographer that really kind of made waves because of the subject matter, was Awal Erzu, um, who did the pregnancy photo, mm-hmm. the pregnancy announcement photo, um, which, again, I didn't love that particular photo. Really? It felt a little kitschy to me. And then when The New Yorker published their photos of the year, mm-hmm. all the photos that I was attracted to were... AWOL's photos. I was mm-hmm. like, Jesus, this guy's like really good. Oh, yeah. And he's like another young, he, he, he got his MFA at Yale, um, but I think he's still in his 20s. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, I can't remember where he's from in Africa, which country he's from, but you know, he's, a, he's an immigrant. And he's just doing this incredible, like vibrant work. Yes. He's also like a triple threat. He doesn't just do photography. He's doing sculpture. He does neon light work. Yeah. He creates these amazing neon lights with uh, it's like hands holding roses and they're like manicured fingers and it's just the most gorgeous. I want one of those in my apartment. <laughs> I don't want to be hoity-toity about the whole MFA thing, but I, I will say, first of all, you know, Yale MFA only takes like six students a year. Yeah. It's very, very competitive. Yeah. And I think the whole thing about the MFA artist is that they are very um, thesis driven. There's a point to their art mm-hmm. that usually runs as a thread through many, many, many years versus, you know, the art photographer who goes out into their backyard and takes a photo of a flower and says, I'm in a, I shoot art. It's like, no, that's not, <laughs> it's, that's not a unique point of view, what you're doing. Right. So to see AWOL's work and, you know, it's, it's really kind of, but as you say, it's it's incredible the diversity and the vision mm-hmm. that he's able to put through that mm-hmm. those images. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm glad that his, I think his, that photo of her made, like, it was one of the top liked photos that year on Instagram. It was the number one. Oh, was it number one? That year, it was the number one photo. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, oh, yeah. And compared to this year, yeah. it's just like, oh, we're just going down. <laughs> compared egg. to the egg. <laughs> the egg. Oh, <laughs> the egg. Okay, I digress. Let's not talk about the egg. Let's talk about amazing artists the, around You know, the one Beyonce. thing I will, the one criticism I will say is that Beyonce doesn't tag her photographers. She doesn't. I know. Which, you know, I get. She's a brand. You're not going to tag, yeah. you know. I, but I guess. it's unfortunate. I mean, they it is these photographers get looked up because people want to know, so they do the work anyway. Some of them don't, though. No, including this last person. Yeah, um, who who I had not heard of. You you added him to the list. I did, and I was like, oh, Mason Poole. I'm like, yeah. who is that? And then I look him up, and I'm like, oh, he's been photographing Beyonce for years. Yeah. And I don't know this, of course, because she doesn't tag him. And he, he has incredible work. He has incredible work, but he's also has a pretty small online footprint. Yeah, exactly. Right? I noticed that. Yeah. It's kind of, he doesn't want to be he's, insta-famous or whatever. I, I guess not. Because, I mean, if you're photographing Beyonce as much as Mason has, he's been photographing her for years. He did um, promo for On the Run 1 and On the Run 2. And he also photographed her with the twins once they were born. Yeah. Um, he did commercial work for, for the Ivy Park, uh, line that Beyonce had, her uh, athletic line. I mean, this guy has been entrenched with her for years, and yet we've, uh, we don't, we don't talk about him like we talked about Tyler. Middle-aged white guy. And yes, exactly. And it's middle-aged white guy. <laughs> that shocked me. <laughs> middle-aged white guy. And, well, the interesting thing was that when, when, when Beyonce posted the twins photo, Stylistically, it was very evocative of, of AWOL's yes. pregnancy photo. So a lot of people assumed it was, yes. because it wasn't tagged, they assumed it was AWOL's photo, but it was Mason's photo. I wonder, I, I would love to know why she decided to, to not use AWOL again. Like, probably cause he like kind of blew up a little bit and he maybe, didn't, uh, you know. yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, he has regular editorial work through the New Yorker. So okay. his name's always out there. And I'm okay. sure he's got tons of commissions. Sure. Yes. Yes. I know, but I just would assume that Beyonce would want, you know, like let's yeah, have let's have some consistency yeah, we'll here. Spread it around, spread it around. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's true. Mason Mason has about seven thousand followers, and he gained one more, which was myself. Once oh, I was like, oh, well, well. The most important, <laughs> most importantly. Well, the last photographer and the only photographer that Beyonce has credited, yeah, was a recent photo in her Instagram feed that her daughter took. Oh, Blue Ivy. Blue. Who, by the way, is like seven years old now. Oh, she's going to be a little photo prodigy. How the heck did that happen? How'd she get so old? <laughs> it was a nice photo, but Blue, you cut off mom's feet a little bit, if I'm remembering, oh. if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, Just a little that's bit. right. She did. Gotta, you got to pay attention to the, the corners and the edges. <laughs> Come on, Blue. That's like every <laughs> photo professor has always said that. Look at the edges. Look at the edges. It's always look at the edges and the corners. She'll learn. Well, I, I think it's I think it's wonderful that Beyonce is using different artists. I mean, it, it partially keeps her relevant, right? Mm-hmm. By by using kind of young, young and up and coming kids and giving them the exposure, even if they're not being tagged mm-hmm. and whatnot. But I love just seeing it's always photography is fascinating to me because it's a very literal uh, medium. It's not like I'm using wood or clay or metal or paint. It's we're all using the same digital sensor or film, and yet the ability to capture the exact same subject in such different ways is 
incredible to me about photography. Totally. And yeah, you're right. Beyonce is like the perfect example of that, of like her keeping her brand consistent, yet surrounding herself with these incredibly talented people that can make her look wonderful and really bring out her brand. Well, if Beyonce can tag Blue Ivy, you can tag the other photographers as well, Beyonce. I know you're listening to us right now (laughs) on IGTV. (laughs) Photoshelter is the online leader for photography websites and workflow tools. Archive, distribute, and sell your photos in a mobile-friendly, responsive website. Try one free for 14 days at photoshelter.com slash podcast. Then download one of our free educational guides at photoshelter.com slash resources. 